morning. Welcome to Juice in the Morning, episode 71. 71. <laughs> <laughs> that is the voice of Crave Hannah on all social media. And then her real name is Hannah Craven, obviously. Um, but if you guys get a chance to follow her, it's very exciting because she just got back from a uh, weekend long, <laughs> long party. And I think that I wanted to tell somebody the other day, I think your superpower is uh, partying. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, wow. Well, and, I, and not dying from I think it. it. Well, yeah, I think I am dying slowly. <laughs> I'm not one that sneaks off and, like, takes a nap when no one's looking. <laughs> like, so, so, so did you have a good time this weekend? I did. I had such a good time. You can tell from my voice. Yeah. It's, like, barely there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little bit scratchy, but that's okay. It adds character. It, it was not here at all, like, earlier today. So mm. this is just me drinking yep. uh, lemon water. Yeah, you got a little rested up. And, and and just to uh, let you know, one of the guys from the Pointless Discussions podcast, Paul Schroyer, said that he was sad that we weren't able to post this this morning so I that he could that. he could listen to it while he was at work. So. I felt so bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. I think that the, the consensus needs to be that if we know that we're either one of us is going to be out of town, we need to record earlier in the week. That way we can still yeah. post it on Or on fill Monday. in. Have a fill in yeah, for me. Absolutely. Some co-hosts. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think that it was a, you know, I did some interviews when you were, weren't here. We talked with, um, a couple of actresses or I guess, I don't know if it's like politically correct now to say actresses or actors. I think it's just actor, whether you're male or female. How do you feel about that? Um, I don't think, um, it should matter that much personally, but, um, yeah, I feel like if I was an actor or or if I was an actor, I I don't think I would care. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't care either way. Like I think actress is also it's like the more feminine one but actor can mean either one yeah absolutely yeah and and that's why like i think a lot of people say server now instead of waiter or waitress which i think is also another politically correct way of talking yeah yeah that's true everyone just cares way too much about things like that would you be offended if you were called a waitress uh, no, not at all. I all right. feel like I have been several times, <laughs> served like three years. So Yeah. And I'm sure that you had, um, being f- as a, being a female, you had a little bit more, um, I think inappropriate interaction probably from yeah, the male the group than, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> than guys do. I didn't like, I used to get excited when people would be like flirt with me that were girls that I was serving. Cause like <laughs> it rarely happened. So I would be like, yeah, all right. I still got like, it. Finally. <laughs> yeah, I know. I served at like a, our bartender at a bar that was like, mostly guys that came in like it was just i it'd be random whenever a female would come in i feel like it would be awesome though yeah so where did you go on your trip so we went to my friend has a house right on lake michigan actually in gary indiana so Mm -hmm. it's a little intimidating driving in but as soon as you get to like a couple blocks from his house it's really nice it's pretty it's there's the beach and everything and then we got on the boat um in east chicago which is like 10 minutes from his house it's like i don't know yeah 10 or 15 minutes from his house then we got Mm -hmm. on the boat there and then we took the boat to chicago like right in front of all the buildings i don't know it's called like wall street or something i don't know (laughs) wall street how long long did it take you to get to the to the area um wow it took because i saw you yeah i saw your video yeah it was like it depended on the wave so the first day the party got pushed back. It was just beyond Saturday, but then they pushed it back to Sunday because those sissies. the waves were so intense. They should have been able to take the waves. Well, someone on their boat <laughs> broke their like foot the year before, so they were like, "All right, <laughs> that person needs to man up." I don't care if you broke your foot. I bet. I bet they went and got it casted up. I had a up. lot of party related injuries too. <laughs> and and I think they probably got it casted up, and they probably were back at the party maybe oh, yeah. two hours later. Probably, yeah. And I mean, if you were drinking as much as we were, you wouldn't feel it. <laughs> You wouldn't even know. How'd they even like know Tuesday. it was broken. Um, so once again, you guys do need to follow her on uh, Snapchat and Instagram and all that stuff at Crave Hannah because there were some injuries. So what happened with the person's leg? There was a giant oh, so giant uh, bruise that I saw on somebody's leg. Yes, that was my that was Megan. Uh, the one, <laughs> Sorry, she was Megan. on a, she was on our show a couple episodes again like three or four mm-hmm. she um was dancing on like the subwoofer speaker <laughs> and then fell off onto the cooler yeah <laughs> her well, leg her leg is like it looks like her leg is pregnant <laughs> that's a huge bump <laughs> it looks like uh from the alien movies with like the thing trying to get out yeah of no it. literally and we kept making jokes for like meg because she flew in from pittsburgh for this party that's how cool this party is it's awesome but um she we kept making jokes we're like Megan you're gonna have to buy another seat on the plane like there's no way they're gonna- 
<laughs> you need another seat on the we're plane. We're like, there's no way. And then Tuffy was like, oh, uh, are you sure you're allowed to bring that as a carry-on as well? I thought you could only have one. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's great. That is definitely great. Yeah. And and so we all know that dancing on subwoofers, that's not the most stable ground. Yeah, everyone's so. done it, but, you know. So that's a PSA for you guys out there. <laughs> if you're going to be at or on a boat and partying, don't be dancing on a subwoofer. Well, at least, hold on. Let's just, okay, retract that statement. <laughs> if the boat is moving, don't be standing. <laughs> yes, definitely. If it's parked, like, I'm, I don't see any issue. <laughs> yeah, don't see any issue. Okay, see, there's clarification. That's what yeah. I needed. I just don't want everyone limiting their lives. <laughs> Basically, the, the the podcast is going to consist of two interviews that I pre-recorded. It was with Morgan Smith and Emily Tishawa. They're both actors, actresses, um, whatever you want to call it. They perform on the YouTube channel or, gosh, I'm trying to think of how to talk to say this because I want to say television show. It's uh, the YouTube channel and it is a, so they per- original series. <laughs> yeah. Original series on YouTube called the Pantheon. And it is a TV show where they, um, the Greek gods decided that, or they didn't decide they lost their powers. And so Zeus found out that they were, whenever they would get likes and things like that on social media, they would start to get their powers back. So Zeus decided to start a tech company and um, as they started the tech company, as they started creating apps, they started to get uh, their powers back. So it's definitely a office uh, mixed with a little bit of Parks and Rec and put together with Greek mythology. And my myself, I am a big fan of Greek mythology. It's just something that I think is always entertaining. And the way they can do it with the YouTube channel is um, I think they can go in a lot of different ways with it. because yeah, that's really cool. Because it's... Um, it's just funny. You can explore so many different ways because Hades the, is kind of like the the main character, the protagonist, and okay. and she is a and it's a it's a girl, and that's like one of the main jokes in the first episode is everybody <laughs> used to everybody thought for thousands of years that she was a dude, and they like kind of play on that and make some jokes Plot about twist. that. Yeah, it's, it's not the case. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's really funny, and they have some of the cutaways, kind of like The Office, where they talk to the people and and they kind of like it. give that you know personal like interview style. Like, I love you that. know, I, I I've always thought it was, she was a dude, and <laughs> you know, I might want to look down in her underworld and see what's down there, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, might be the, that might be where the party's at. <laughs> so it was uh, it was a it was it's a good show, and um, I'm gonna go ahead and play those for you right now, Morgan. Smith is going to be the first interview, and then we will go on to Emily Tishua, and then we will be back shortly. Welcome to the show. This is uh, Morgan Smith. She's an actor, comedian, and writer. She was a performer, or she performed at UCB in Second City um, with the Pinup Squirrels. That's a comedy group, correct? Yeah, yeah, we do improv and sketch. We're still going. That's so awesome. And yeah. and and so where where is the UCB in Second City? Is that in is that in California? Yeah, it's in LA. Awesome. So yeah. how how did you find yourself um, in LA? Because I did go to your website and looked it up. Um, you were originally from Boston, or did you just go to school there? I just went to school there. I'm from Connecticut originally. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so what was that uh, transition like going from Connecticut to to Boston to to LA? Um, it was cool. I mean, going going from Connecticut to Boston for school was great. I grew up like 45 minutes out of New York City, so mm-hmm. going to Boston wasn't that crazy for me. And it's it's a small city, and if you go for college, it's super easy because everybody else there is there for college. Yeah. There's like 160 colleges in a 10 mile radius. Oh, that's wow, like, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. And I loved Boston. And then by the time I was in college, I spent one more year in that city um, doing stand up mm-hmm. and a little bit of improv before I moved to LA. And a lot of people in my school end up moving to Los Angeles because there's an internship program out here. And oh, we wow. Have a really big film and theater program. That's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that yeah. was originally like that was literally, literally my original plan for college was I went to Ball State and I went for media and I wanted to be on the radio or television. And I was literally planning as soon as I was done with school, I'm going to move out to California and take my chances doing whatever I can, finding any kind of production assistant jobs, any kind of things like that, just to get my foot in the door. And then life kind of got in the way. But 
doing this podcast allows me to talk to people and live vicariously through your guys' lives. <laughs> <laughs> well, and this is a form of doing radio now. This is like the 2017 radio. Yeah, so absolutely. You're doing it. Um, so then where I found you guys and got in touch with you guys was through Twitter. Um, and I had found that you were on the on a YouTube show that was just kind of being released. It was called The Pantheon. And, um, I'm a huge fan of like the, the Greek gods and things like that. Like it's, I've just always been really interested in that kind of, uh, mythology. And then Mm -hmm. to be able to mix that with kind of the modern workplace is very interesting. And I, I, I watched the first episode a couple of different times and shared it with a few people and we all definitely laughed out loud at quite a few of the moments. And, um, you play the character Aphrodite. So tell me a little bit about, um, Pantheon and you know, what you think the direction of it is going and everything like that. Yeah. So Pantheon, like you said, is a show about the ancient Greek gods running a modern tech company. Um, Zeus has discovered that the gods, uh, after losing their power, Zeus has discovered that likes contribute to giving them more power and so he started this social media company it's so perfect (laughs) yeah yeah and Zeus is kind of this guy who like thinks he's Steve Jobs but he's really just a big dork (laughs) and then Hades is sort of our protagonist Mm -hmm. and she's trying to learn how she's trying to not be as bad as she used to be and trying to be good, but still trying to like gain power in the company. And the tricky thing for her is the way she usually gains power is by doing evil things. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of her struggle, and she butts heads with Zeus a lot because um, he finds her to be a really big threat. Yeah. And then Aphrodite is sort of the opposite of Hades. She cannot be bothered with trying to work. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely enjoyed that one of those scenes. I'm not going to ruin it for people that are going to be able to watch it, but it's pretty yeah. funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, Aphrodite would rather just, you know, do as little work as possible to get paid. And she's got like a little sweet spot. She's not trying to have anyone fuck with it. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you how did you get involved with the uh, project? So a lot of people who are doing Pantheon, we all have the same day job working okay. for an actual tech company, which is where they, we shot the show. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's this uh, office space that's in an old warehouse Mm -hmm. that's been converted, you know, just like a straight up Silicon Valley type company. Yeah. And I had just started working there. A friend had just gotten me a job. And I think I was still in training when I got an email about this show that a bunch of people at work were doing. And so they emailed me about it and I submitted my stuff. And at the time I was doing this really intense acting class and I was getting like no sleep and somehow I fit in the audition <laughs> yeah. for this show. And I went in and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Cause like, I was just so tired yeah. that I, you know, I was like, I'll just do whatever. They this do seems s- really fun. <laughs> they do say if you, um, if you're, you have a lack of sleep, it's kind of like almost like if you're, you were intoxicated. So I could see that yeah. being, being difficult. Yeah, it was, um, in some ways, it, I, you know, sometimes you do better when you're really tired because you're not thinking about it. Oh, yeah. I've and had so, those experiences. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think I kind of had one of those where I just went in and just like did whatever yeah. for Aphrodite. And, That's awesome. Um, yeah. It was, I mean, it was really fun. Like everyone, everyone at Pantheon was really fun to work with. And even from the audition, I could tell like they had me try her all these different ways and, mm-hmm. um, and even on set, we would shoot it, and always on the last take, they would let us improvise. That's what, some that of that was, improv. Yeah, that was going to yeah. be like my next question because I noticed by just looking you and um, Emily up that you guys both had a background in uh, improv, and I just mm-hmm. was curious as how much of the the show got to get improv because it was um, there was a few moments that looked like that had that feeling of like that had to have been something that they came up with off the top of their head and it was hilarious and yeah. it worked. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny when you watch the show, some of the writing is so good that it feels that way. Oh, okay. and there are, there are moments where we did improvise and some of that got to be in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I know like I definitely, most of my scenes I think were with, um, Bo and Laura who play Zeus and Hades. Yeah. We improvised a good amount mm-hmm. and, I think in episode two, which we already shot, which should be coming out 
soon. Yeah, I I'm think. excited to um, see the to see the next episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really fun. Things start to really um, develop more yeah. in episode two, and there was a I know there was like a lot of improv that I think probably got in there. So it's it's exciting. That's awesome. And so mm -hmm. the way you you did like that was one of the questions you said the that the the scripted scenes kind of can come off as uh, improv because of the the good writing. I really appreciate yeah. that because. Uh, I, I always tell people that I, I love all movies and television, things like that. Like usually, even if people don't like something, I can find something I like about it. And, mm -hmm. um, but I've started to become more critical just because of doing this show. Like I'm trying to watch things at a, at like a more, uh, critical level and like actually like break things down and, um, seeing the, the good writing, like actually happen on screen is awesome because, you know, I don't think a lot of people really get it um, that are just kind of casual fans of media, which is writing. It literally like they don't the actors um, portraying the lines that they're reading and, and, and reciting, you know, that is all on paper. So the actor's skill is taking those words from the paper because I've seen scripts. They're not very descriptive sometimes. Sometimes they just literally have your line and it's you, it's up to you to convey what they're trying to say. And I just think it's very impressive that you guys can pull that off. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. And, um, and I just, I, I, like I said, it was a, the show's writing was funny. I think it was hilarious. I liked your, I liked your part. And, um, I think that, uh, I think it's got, got some legs and it's got a future. Um, I just want to see it grow. Thanks. Thanks so much. I'm so glad you liked the show. It was, it was super fun to work on. We all became kind of a family on it. I yeah. think that shows a little bit in the show. So what other stuff do you got, do you have going on? Are you, um, full-time doing the the acting and the writing and stuff or you know what what do you have going on in the future um i actually have another web series that's coming out on august august 3rd okay. called the linda show la nice. and <clears throat> yeah this is the second season of the show and it started off as like a christopher guest style show where we kind of came up with a rough outline of how we wanted the scene to go and then we just improvised it over and over again until we figured out what we wanted to do nice and yeah so that show was really fun because i got to create my own character her mm -hmm. name is essence and she's this like super bohemian woman who's secretly <laughs> a trust fund baby and just like spouts nonsense all the time and has no idea what she's talking about and <laughs> so she's really fun we've definitely so, all met somebody like that before yeah yeah <laughs> definitely and me out here in la especially <laughs> i could imagine like that yeah, yeah. So um, in the second season, I um, Essence gets married and has this crazy hippie wedding. She also does a rap battle, and I wrote the rap for the oh rap battle. Oh, my gosh. And I'm, I'm, like, really proud of it. I cannot wait. I'm going to have to – I'm going to definitely uh, subscribe to that show and, and watch that as well because that sounds oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely check it out. It's, um, it's on YouTube and all the social media as The Linda Show LA, yeah. and it's – super fun and funny and it's all produced and directed and written by women um so you know female empowerment oh yeah that. absolutely we i a friend of mine uh joe leatherman he he works on independent films here in the midwest as well and uh he and i had a podcast where we talked kind of about wonder woman and then he gave us our his he gave me his thoughts on you know women in film and television things like that so it's definitely a very interesting episode, and um, you get to hear my ignorance on a lot of things because I don't know a lot of the background of stuff. I kind of just see, mm -hmm. you know, I'm 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 gonna fully admit I'm one of those people that get a lot of news from Facebook and Twitter, which we know those are 100% uh, accurate every time. All the time. Um, <laughs> so uh, I definitely I definitely suggest um, listening to that because it was it was pretty interesting. And then for for you. Um, what what kind of uh, social media do you use primarily? Because the people I've talked to, like I've talked to a few stand-up comedians and a lot of mm -hmm. the stand-up comedian guys that I've talked to, they've basically told me they don't really know how their Twitter and Facebook works and they just kind of use it kind of haphazardly. So I didn't know if you've, if you've utilized social media and um, the internet to kind of help your career. Oh, yeah, I definitely do. Um, maybe, maybe need to be 
more into it, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I use it pretty regularly, actually. Um, yeah, I'm on Twitter as um, at Morgan's tweeting. Yep. My Instagram is at Morgan's gramming. Yep. I'm really good at coming up with handles. I, I like both um, of those. <laughs> <laughs> They're just very straightforward. Like you know exactly what you're getting into. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah. So um, definitely. Th- so have you like um, had anybody contact you for work through that, or is it just kind of like you going out and trying to trying to find stuff? I've had. I haven't had anyone like cold offer me work based off of Twitter and Instagram, (laughs) but I have had people like I've met them and then we followed each other. And after a while of following me, Mm -hmm. they like will offer me an audition or talk to me about a role or something like that. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of cool. Um, it's a really weird way of keeping in touch because sometimes like I'll go back to my hometown and I'll run into someone that I haven't seen in like five years. Yeah. But will know everything that the other person has been doing. It's so weird. (laughs) It's so weird. I I just talked about this on my last podcast with um, my friend BJ from the smug cast. And we were talking about how like class reunions for high school don't really need to happen anymore because you literally, you literally know everything about everybody. So why, why do you need to meet up and get everybody together besides just, I think maybe like a, you know, hanging out with the same friends you hung out with in high school. Right, right, yeah. If you're looking forward to hanging out with a bunch of people from high school, then then go for it. Yeah. But otherwise, it's like I know who got engaged and had a baby, yeah. and the, all the people that had kids. <laughs> yeah, just like everyone, um, everyone from home for me is yeah. like married and uh, starting to have kids and all that. It's so crazy. <laughs> it is nuts. So for so for the future for you, we're looking forward to the Pantheon and uh, the Linda. Did you say Linda show? Yeah, the Linda Show LA. LA. Linda Show yeah. LA. And then if you guys listening want to follow Morgan on Twitter, it's at Morgan's Tweeting and Instagram is at Morgan's Gramming. And I definitely suggest that you guys uh, go to the Pantheon Show, subscribe and follow on their website. It's it's spelled P-A-N-T-H-Y-O-N. Yes, and then, because there are a lot of websites oh, that yeah. are spelled I noticed that. <laughs> that are just like teaching you about the actual Pantheon. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Is And when you search it on YouTube, though, I'm pretty sure I typed in the just P-A-N-T-H-E-O-N and I found it very quickly. So no matter yeah. what, if people are searching for it, if they type in Pantheon on YouTube, they will find it. It's one of the first things that pops up. Yeah, I mean, the easiest thing to do to find us on all the social media and um, on YouTube and everything is just to go to our website, which mm-hmm. we talked about before, um, the pantheonseries.com, and that's spelled P-A-N-T-H-Y-O-N. Yeah. And then you can get to everything else from there. Yeah, and like I said, it's it's great, and I appreciate you taking time out of your day to do the podcast. I know it's early there in California. It's only 11 o'clock here in Indiana, but uh, definitely appreciate you taking the time to do it. Oh, yeah. Thanks so much for having me. And, you know, we talked about um, following people and stuff like that. I'm sure I will follow you on all stuff because basically every time I've had a guest or somebody in the studio at the uh, Juice in the Morning podcast, I kind of support everything you do. So you've got a uh, loyal supporter from now on. (laughs) (laughs) At least one from this show is going to be me. And then hopefully we can uh, get some other people to follow it because I want to see the uh, the Pantheon show kind of grow and I want to see it, it it get kind of out there and have millions of people watching it. Yeah, me too. I um, We've just shot the first two episodes and then I think we're using the pilot to get more funding to shoot the other four nice. for the first season. And I just really want to know what happened. Yeah, me <laughs> too. Have, yeah, I'm like, so, there's just so many possibilities, you know, yeah. if you take the Greek gods, we already know so many of their stories, even yeah. if you just like studied them once in high school. There's so many possibilities of where it could go. So yeah. I'm really excited about seeing more of the world. Me too. And I, I absolutely love the mixture of that in the modern day. I think it's awesome. And I think that you do, you have a lot of, a lot of avenues that you can go down. Yeah. So yeah, I'm super excited for it. Once again, thank you for taking your time to do this, and we will uh, follow you at Morgan's Tweeting and at on Instagram, Morgan's Gramming. And uh, thank you for doing the show. I appreciate it. Thank you. You have, have a great, great day. day. Thank you for the uh, wonderful interview, Morgan. And the next interview that is coming up is with, once again, Emily Tishua. She is on 
Instagram as M Tish, E M T I S H. And then she's also on Twitter, but she doesn't use it that much at Emily Tishawa. So it is E M I L Y T I C H A W A. And then also, once again, Morgan Smith is also on both of those platforms as well. She definitely uses her Twitter and Instagram. They're both really uh, <laughs> interesting handles. Her Twitter handle is at Morgan's Tweeting. So just spelled just like it sounds, Morgan's Tweeting. And then she's on Instagram at Morgan's Gramming. So basically go there, check them out, like all their stuff, share it, and help them as part of the uh, Juice in the Morning podcast. You guys are the fans. You guys are going to help us uh, grow the brand by joining forces with everybody else that we talk to. And here is the interview with Emily Tishawa. All right, on the phone, we have another uh, actress from the TV show, or the YouTube uh, show that we were talking about earlier, um, from the Pantheon, it's Emily Tishawa. And uh, she, Hi. <laughs> hello, how are you doing? She plays. I'm good. How are you? Good. And she plays Persephone. So um, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to do the podcast. It's really fun. Um, and the show that I watched on YouTube, the the Pantheon, is really really funny. I caught myself laughing out loud, and I saw a uh, link <laughs> link about uh, posted on Twitter, and that's what I clicked on to see it just randomly and. It's it's very rare that I click on something and I see a YouTube video and it's eight to ten minutes long that I'll actually watch it because usually I get like bored in the first couple minutes and then I'll you know shut it down. But the right. the good thing about the show that you've you guys have been working on is as soon as I started watching it, I kind of got pulled in, and I think that that's a uh, that's a very rare thing because if I'm not pulled in in the first minute or two in my in my media consumption, then I'm usually just kind of like ah turn it off or go on to the next thing. Right, right. Well, that's what we want. So I'm glad I'm glad we appealed to you and you got pulled in right away. Yeah, and I think Hopefully it, we'll bring others in. Absolutely. And you know, just to give you give the listeners a little bit of resume of you from the website from your website that I went to to kind of do some research. It says that you graduated mm-hmm. from the Second City Chicago. That's a that's very impressive. Yeah, yeah, I did some improv over there, and I graduated from their full acting program, um, did a few original plays based out of Second City, Chicago, and um, yeah, it was a good time. I'm actually from Chicago. Yeah, so, so. so what what made you want to get into the Second City and like working on the improv stuff and, and doing the shows there? How did you get started with that? Um, well, I've always been um, obviously interested in acting, but... I think I'm a, I'm a comedy girl at heart. Yeah. And um, when you're in Chicago, there's no other better um, improv school or comedy school than the Second City. So yeah. it was close. Um, I was living downtown at the time, and I decided to jump right in, and it happened to work out really, really well. So I was excited about that. How do you how do you feel that the improv has helped you, like your acting and and the other stuff that you're getting into? Because um, there, I know it's not Second City and it's not like a, a, a spe- like a very special improv group, but Indianapolis does offer like classes, and I've considered trying to get mm-hmm. into it to try to improve my skills with like just even just doing the podcast. Oh, I I think that if you're an actor, you're doing anything in entertainment. Um, improv is such a good skill to have because even just um, when I go to commercial auditions out here um, you don't really get a script or anything like that that often Mm -hmm. Um, they like to have you improv a lot Um, even just if you're allowed to add a little ad-libbing into a script for an audition um, it's just a like I said a really good skill to have in all forms of your acting yeah yeah because it's it's really I highly recommend you getting into it yeah it's it's really funny because you know, I, uh, my wife and I were actually on Adam Carolla, um, the, did a show called, uh, build Adam Carolla and friends build stuff live. And, um, so I like basically tweeted them and told them like a project I wanted to do. And they were, they ended up doing like a remote shoot at our house here in Indianapolis where we, no way. yeah, where we, you know, talked to Adam and, and rehearsed and all of this stuff. And he's such a strong improviser that, um, mm-hmm. all, all three rehearsals that we did, it was different every time. So like the producer kept telling us what to say, 
but we couldn't really respond because he was saying something different than he, he did. Switching up every time. Yeah, and he was, and he changed it up the every time that we did it, and then we had the actual live event, and it was different than the three rehearsals too. So like, it kind of like yeah. it made me wish I had a little bit more improv skills um, in the uh, back pocket there because. It was just, right. it was just really, but made us feel a little bit uncomfortable as well as the time delay between us talking to California and, and here. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Improv, improv, you'll do with a lot of actors who like to switch up things or switch up scenes like that. And stuff. Yeah. So like I said, I can't, I can't stress more if you're, if you're really looking to get into more entertainment or things like that, improv is is the way to go because mm-hmm. if someone throws something at you and you you just need to respond on your toes yeah and and the so. the other thing that i was like what i was wanting to get into too is how how uh you know i guess i'm trying to think of the word for it but how uh, regimented i guess is maybe the set because when we were doing the adam carolla show what i was very surprised by was kind of how i felt like in this production that probably was not cheap and it was very high production value. It was kind of like fly by the seat of your pants. Like a lot of the stuff was kind of like, you know, waiting till the last second to figure it out. And it, and live television might be different than, you know, working on your YouTube show or like working on something, something like a movie or something. I don't know. I just wondered like how, how um, strict I guess sets are and things like that. Well, it really depends on um, who you're working for and what you're working on. Yeah. A lot of the times, if you're on um, uh, like a drama, mm-hmm. I would say they don't give you as much freedom to kind of improv and change up <laughs> a lot of the dialogue <laughs> and to kind of play a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're on um, a show, um, like for example, I've never been on the show, but I have a friend who was on Dr. Ken recently, you know, that, the Ken Jong yep. multicam sitcom show. Yep. And he himself is a comedian, so she would always tell me when she was on set, he would change up his lines and stuff um, relatively often and mm-hmm. kind of get the opportunity to play with the actors, so you just have to be ready. It just really depends. Even even if um, it's not improving, I know a lot of um, multicam shows that change up. Sorry, oh, truck coming through. There, you're okay. It adds, <laughs> it adds character. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. This is real life, people. I'm outside. Um <laughs> But uh, I know a lot of um, multicam sitcom shows like that um, change up their script um, very often and very last minute. Yeah. So it just depends. And some, some writers don't like their dialogue changed up at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just kind of have to know what kind of project you're working on. What have the people that you're working with also done? Um, is the director known to be okay with um, some ad living or improv? And they'll usually tell you that. Yeah. So and, yeah, and kind of go with the flow. It's 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 awesome to get that insight of like kind of the behind the scenes stuff because once again, it was always my dream to to move out there and and work on that kind of stuff. Maybe start out as you know a production assistant on just whatever and just kind of like keep putting my time in. But I think that I'm still kind of following that dream and and living vicariously through you guys. Um, but you are actually um, one of the characters in the Pantheon. You you play Persephone. How did you get mm-hmm. How did you get involved with that uh, project? I actually saw the project. Um looking for characters on something out here called LA casting. Okay. Um, when you move out here, yeah, when you, if you ever move out here, I would say that the two major outlets to go to, to try to, um, like self submit yourself for, you know, auditions or projects is LA casting and actors access. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw a casting call for the Pantheon, um, on LA casting oh, okay. and Dan called me in and it was a great audition. The guys are so relaxed and um i think i remember like i feel like a lot of them were wearing plaid and a few of them had like beards like they just seemed like <laughs> really the audition the 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 actual audition i i i swear that i feel very just relaxed and like at home and able to connect with the the other people in the room and they were they were just great. I actually complimented them on that That's awesome. um, in the actual audition, which I which I don't do often because you know <laughs> you know when yeah you know when someone's casting you or you're going into an audition and not to say too much to get the job done, get out, don't overstep your boundaries. But these guys were giving such good vibes. There's no other way to say it. Yeah. That before I left, I, I told them I, I'm like I have to say this is like 
very comfortable. You guys are awesome. Yeah. And, and, um, and I think you can even yeah, see that come through. Them. You can see it kind of come through with just the production itself because, you know, I watched the first episode. I've probably watched it two or three times because I've showed it to people and things like that. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think that that vibe gets through because I, once again, I think that, um, when I've told people about it, it, I don't think that they're, it's crazy because, you know, with the, with technology and everything you're, you've been in the Midwest, you're from the Midwest. We're like at least five to 10 years behind. I feel like the rest of the, uh, the rest of the world on this kind of stuff, because a lot of people still don't, still don't know what a podcast is. A lot of people don't realize that you can watch, you know, there are serialized shows on YouTube um, that are actually a really, lot of shows get started on YouTube first too, yeah, and, and get picked up for series and really high production value for for being on a um, on a on the website as opposed to being on the network television. So I think just watching your guys' show and like the how much is it? Because I I kind of talked with Morgan about this with with the stuff that you participated in the scenes that you're in how much improvisation improvisation did you do because it seemed like there was some stuff that was really good um that i feel like it had to have been made up on the spot because it was just so hilarious oh um dan dan gave us a lot of freedom to kind of um dan and blair who was um the director of that first episode um they gave us a lot of freedom to kind of um yeah like improv a little bit um there's that one scene where um, Hades' character is talking to Aphrodite, which is Morgan's character, and yep. I'm kind of cheerleader in the background for Hades, and I give her, like, a thumbs up, and that was, like, improvised. And then she, <laughs> she, awesome. gets, she basically gets, um, she, she basically gets you know, dissed by Aphrodite, and she comes back around me, and I have my arms out like I'm about to give her a hug, and she's like, not now, Persephone. <laughs> like, that whole thing was improv. I remember um, that was a good one. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, because you just start to really get into it and you start to feel it and you do have the like I said if you're allowed the freedom which is great you can kind of just play yeah and and I will never not appreciate the like the cutaways where they're talking to you by yourself I I, I, the the office was one of the first things that I'd ever seen with that and I just absolutely love that I feel like it gives you guys like so much depth to your character like (laughs) I just think it's awesome yeah yeah their whole the whole concept of the show that they did was kind of like office parks and rec i feel like yeah you know greek mythology and yeah you get to really see a lot of the characters um in those cutaway moments especially like zeus's character mm-hmm. that Bo plays him he's he's hilarious yeah he in all of his he, he killed it stuff. it was it was really it was really entertaining he was he was very funny as well and i just liked the he did I and like, i feel like a lot of that was probably improv i wasn't there the day he shot that yeah um, but I think a lot of that was probably, a, you know, he went by a guideline and um, probably improved it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure, but yeah. he did a great job. Yeah, and, and I liked, like I said, I think that you guys have something really, really special there because for me and I think for a lot of people, I think the Greek mythology is always a cool thing to play with. And then if you're going to go in that direction, like in making it more modern day and having it like in a in a tech company is just that's a, a really cool, cool, interesting, fun twist on it. Yeah, yeah, and they really, like, modernized um, the characters. Like, Hades is a girl. Persephone and Hades are best friends instead of lovers. Yep. Um, and and they, they touch on a lot of that, too. And You'll hear and um, it's hilarious characters that, talk about. Yeah, it's hilarious about, that like, you guys. You know, we all thought she was a boy, you know. <laughs> yeah. So they do, like, a really good job twisting it to be modern and relatable and funny. Yeah. So and- I, I, yeah, I'm excited to see as it as it kind of progresses, like how how some of the relationships play out, because it seemed like, um, you know, Hades was like the main character of that episode. Is she kind of are they sticking with that as like or do you have an idea of how they're sticking with the uh, storyline or is it going to be kind of like, you know, seeing everybody um, individually a little bit? So I've only read um, the first two uh, scripts. Yeah. We did shoot the second episode um, that should be coming out, I'm, I'm assuming, relatively relatively soon. Um, but for right now, it seems like the story does mostly center around um, Hades and her relationship to Zeus mm-hmm. and um, their whole relationship with this tech company yeah. and everybody else's characters. Um, 
uh, I'll grow along with them. Yeah, and and you can so, tell you can tell that your your part with um, with Hades is like kind of like that. Uh, I want to say like almost like you're the buddy, and you're kind of like you're there to support. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of like her um, biggest cheerleader. Yeah, if you want to put it that way. I love it. Um, her her character when I when I originally read the breakdown for it, they said, um, you know, Persephone is very dowdy and the overlooked like coworker <laughs> and things like that. So um, almost like Phyllis in the office. Yeah, that's awesome. So I took I took that and put like a little twist on it because <clears throat> I thought you know she's probably going to be Persephone's, you know. BFF and yeah. her biggest cheerleader, so <laughs> might want to play it like that. I'm I'm really hoping that at some point down the road in one of the scripts, maybe they allow Persephone to have a moment where she kind of like gets out of her shell and maybe stands up for herself, or oh, yeah. and, maybe Katie's and does something that's totally out of character for her. Yeah, and just seeing like seeing just the very first episode, you guys have left it open, or they've left it open for very a lot of interesting avenues that you can guys you guys can go down and you can explore very easily. I think, um, just by seeing it, it was great. So what other, Oh yeah. Yeah. They did a great job. What other projects are you guys, or are you personally involved with, with, or are you like planning on getting involved with what kind of, what, what does the future hold for Emily? Um, well the future right now is a lot of auditioning, but currently I have two episodes of a true TV show called you can do better. Okay. Um, coming out this season. That's awesome. So they just premiered the second season, yeah, of the show early um, July, I think July 11th. Okay. And I believe it's a 13-episode season. Nice. So they're about four episodes in, so I'm waiting to see when my two episodes come out. I believe the title of one of them is called Work, and mm-hmm. the other one is called Taking Risks or okay. risk-taking, something so what, like that. So I'm, I'm really excited for those to come out. What's the, what's the premise of the show, or is it too early to tell? Oh, it's second season. So the premise of the show is, um, so it's on True TV. It's called You Can Do Better. It's hosted by two comedians. Mm-hmm. And the whole show, um, it's, it's hard to describe. I want, I want to say it's kind of like stuff you wouldn't learn in school, okay. like quote-unquote. Okay. So, so they'll have, yeah, so they'll have a theme every episode and the comedians will kind of maybe the episode I uh, one episode this season was called gambling okay so the comedians will talk to camera they'll kind of give you tips on gambling maybe they'll interview some people and then they'll cut away to some skits mm-hmm. sometimes like what to do what not to do if you're um gambling or whatever the show is about and then they'll cut back to camera and they'll talk about it. So I'm in some of those skits. Nice. So that's like kind of like an uh, almost like an educational, but also for adults if you're talking about gambling. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like an adulting, um, fun life hack type show. I like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out now that uh, I've heard that uh, one of my guests is gonna be on it because. You know, I was talking with Morgan about this. Uh, just because you guys get to talk to me, you're going to gain like a loyal follower. So I'm going to follow you all on all the social media and I'm going to support the stuff that you that you put out there. And you're definitely going to at least get one loyal follower. If not all of my li- if not all my listeners do it, you'll get at least one. Perfect. And likewise, too, we'll make sure we follow you on everything on social media as well. Absolutely. And got to promote it. Exactly. And what I always say, too, um, if you guys, you know, saying that you are from from the Midwest area, um, if you ever are in the Midwest area, you should definitely come by and we'll be able to talk to you in person so that we're not doing this over the phone and having all these like uh, crazy, you know, sounds and, and you can hear, you can hear people mowing outside of my house. So I would probably try to plan a better time, but uh, you can hear the cars passing uh, outside of my house right now too. So, so, but so yeah, you, you're an Indianapolis one. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, not not too far from Chicago. Nope, not at all. And, you know, tell everybody that's listening what your social media is so they can find you because, you know, I searched for you um, through your website and I found you were on Emily, uh, it's Tishua, Tishua, I'm sorry. Um, I I wanted to say Tishua, but I know that's not right because we just (laughs) talked about it. But it's... um, Everyone gets it wrong and I have learned to not take offense ever. (laughs) She is is on Twitter, um, but we talked about it pre-podcast that she doesn't use it as much, but it still helps to get those followers and maybe you'll go back to it and use it a little bit more. Um, But it's at Emily Tishua and it is... 
Uh, Tishua is T I C H A W A. So if you yes. can't if you can't spell I use my Emily, Instagram the most. Yeah, if you can't spell Emily, I feel bad for you. <laughs> but you can go ahead, <laughs> go ahead and give them You'd your be Instagram as well. How many ways I've seen people spell Emily? So, <laughs> but or you can find me at Instagram. It's um, at M Tish E M T I S H. That's where I do the most blasting about anything I'm up to or awesome career and stuff i've noticed that twitter doesn't appeal to me anymore i don't know why yeah i've noticed that instagram is kind of like growing in the um in that world of social media like they're not just using it to post pictures like people are actually using it like they used to use twitter or like they used to use facebook so how do you feel that social media has um you know affected your career hmm my career um I feel like I could do a lot better promoting myself on social media. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm working on that. But in, but in terms of just like um, the acting industry in LA as a whole and the entertainment industry, social media is starting to play a very decently big um, role mm-hmm. in some things. I'll get, you know, casting auditions and they say before you even submit on it, um, send us uh, a link to all your social media. One time, a couple times it was like, have at least 10,000 followers on Instagram. Jeez, that's you know, crazy. Yeah, and it, it's kind of, it, it could be kind of upsetting because you think of it like, you know, I, I came out here for acting, yeah. not for social media, whereas somebody else might post, you know, one thing and get tons and tons of followers yeah, with especially no like, um, experience. Well, yeah, but, like for you, for example, like to be trained, you know, and go to like an actual school and go to like a pretty prestigious area to do it and then to come out there and some girl that just left high school has like 30,000 Instagram followers is like going to get mm-hmm. a job over somebody that has an actual skill as opposed to nothing. <laughs> right. So I feel like I kind of had a, a chip on my shoulder about that for a little bit. Um, I used to keep my Instagram and everything private and then mm-hmm. maybe five months ago I, I opened it up um, publicly, but you know, it's just that if that's the way the game is being played out here, you kind of have to just, jump in and join the party sometimes, you know? Yeah. I'm working really hard to figure out like there are so many people that, cause I do this all by myself and I don't have, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't have video editors. I don't have photo editors. I don't have people that build websites or anything like that. I'm literally learning all of this stuff on my own. So I was trying to figure out how to like kind of use my following and friends to like get this put together and get some like more stuff pushed out there. But I also don't want to come off as like as an asshole that I'm like going out there like, Hey, share this with everybody or we're not going to be know, friends shame, anymore. Shameless self promotion can be <laughs> kind of um, strange when you first start doing it. But yeah. you have to think of it too, as you know, this is a, this is essentially like a business you're starting to run. Yeah. yeah it's, it's So what do business people do? They put themselves out there. Absolutely. And, um, and, and you'd be surprised how, when you really put yourself out there, you know, how much of following you start to get. Yeah. And if you do it religiously and consistency, consistently and, um, you'll be just fine. Yeah. And that's why I'm going to be giving, uh, Hannah crap because we usually record on Sundays and post Monday morning, but we won't be able to post till Monday evening tomorrow because of her jet setting lifestyle. So we're definitely going to give her a hard <laughs> time as well. But, um, once again, thank you for taking your time to do this. Um, you can find Emily no Tish- Tishua at uh, Emily Tishua on Twitter, and then you said it was M Tish on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, on Instagram. So E M T I C H, and uh, E M T I S H on Instagram. T I S H. I'm sorry, and yeah. um, I do it like phonetically. And then also, if you guys get a chance, I very strongly recommend checking out at least the first episode of the Pantheon. It's very easy to find on YouTube. I found it just by going to YouTube and searching. And also I've been sharing the links. I've been liking the Facebook statuses and things like that. So if you guys follow me, you can definitely find it. It's really easy and it's very entertaining and you can see Emily as Persephone. So go ahead and check that out. And once again, check it out. Thank you for joining me. And, And if you guys are ever doing anything at all, keep me in mind if you want to promote it, because I'd be more than willing to have you guys on and talk about it. We really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having us, Juice, and for taking the time to talk with us. I appreciate it. Thank you, and you have a great evening. You too. Thanks. Once again, both of those interviews were awesome. Thank you for 
listening. And thank Thank you you. once again, Morgan and Emily, for joining us on the Juice in the Morning podcast. You guys were great. Thank you. And also, um, make sure you follow Morgan on Twitter, at Morgan's Tweeting, and on Instagram, at Morgan's Gramming. Morgan's Gramming is M-O-R-G-A-N-S-G-R-A-M-M-I-N-G. So basically, both of her social media, you know exactly what she's doing. It's either Morgan's Tweeting or Morgan's Gramming. So I like both of those. And then also, thank you, Emily. You can find Emily at or on Instagram at mtish. So go ahead and follow her. You know I'm already following. And um, you can follow her on Twitter at Emily Tishua. It's E-M-I-L-Y-T-I-C-H-A-W-A. So once again, thanks for being on the show, guys. I appreciate it. And also check out the YouTube show, The Pantheon. It's awesome. Sounds awesome. <clears throat> So let's get into a couple of things. Um, the very first thing I want to ask you about and how you feel about it, because I think it's ridiculous, is <laughs> McDonald's getting ready to start a delivery service called McDelivery. I'm so excited. <laughs> Chicken nuggets in bed. <laughs> so so are they going to actually, I want to know the details on McDelivery, because if they're going to deliver them to you in your bed, do you, like, I mean, that's, that's I a hope they sketchy. have the. My biggest thing is I hope they have the special instructions box, because I'm always like, telling like Pizza Hut to like deliver it to my window. Like my, <laughs> now they live on the first floor of my house. That's hilarious. Did I ever tell you, did I tell you the story? And I don't even know if I've told it on the podcast about, um, did I tell about, tell the story about being too hungover and like the special instructions I put in my Jimmy John's order? No, I don't think so. Okay. So I had had a very long weekend of drinking and yes. I'm one of those people that gets very antisocial if I'm like really, really hungover. Like I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to <laughs> see anybody. I don't even want to you know, be around anybody. So basically Jimmy John's has their online ordering. This is when I lived in Muncie still. And so I was like, perfect. I'm going to (laughs) order online. And, but then I still have to deal with the delivery guy. So I got through my order and got to the special instructions. And I said in the special instructions, there will be money under the mat. There's also a tip there. Just leave the sandwich on the doorstep. You psycho. And and ring the doorbell. Oh my God. (laughs) So, so I hear the car pull up and then get out. He sets the sandwich down on the doorstep, rings doorbell, gets in his car and drives away. And I was like, I was almost like a vampire. Like I opened the door and reached my hand out a little bit and like grabbed it and pulled it in. Like, it out. Get the sun away from me. Like, I'm the same way, but in the sense, I don't want to put my face on. I'm like, I don't want to scare them. I'm like. He got I'm just like. <laughs> you got like a glasses, oh a hat, and, college, and a hoodie on over it. Like you look like a Unabomber. <laughs> That's basically me in my home clothes. <laughs> Hashtag home clothes. <laughs> no, but uh, in college, we used to just like order pizza, obviously, after we'd gone out and drinking. We're like, let's dress someone up like, like just really weird and just have them <laughs> answer the door. And my sister came and we just like put like goth makeup all over her. Like, this is in college. Like, we were. <laughs> really mature that's hilarious <laughs> he carries like a candlestick to the door and we're just blaring <laughs> scream <at me. laughs> and it's a lady and she's like oh uh, here you go sir it, it would be sir <laughs> how did your sister take the sir she comment because her hair was like in a hoodie like she's had like a hoodie zipped up and she's really tall she's like almost six feet tall <laughs> it was so funny though that, we're so juvenile so Hearing that now, it makes me want to do that. Yeah, no, seriously, it's <laughs> like, so funny. Like dress up really Just weird, or people. like usually the pizza person is a guy. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, not like. I mean, it doesn't have to be, but most of the time it is a dude. Yeah. But uh, we would just always mess them because, like, girls, it's kind of intimidating. Like, they're probably like, what the heck? Yeah. But guys, it's so funny. <laughs> like, we just do really weird stuff. There were so many things we would do. Um. So yeah, we need to do that now. I'm thinking of like maybe wearing my like. Um, really short shorts that I have for like the pool. And like for a NASCAR NASCAR shirt. Like <laughs> And also like maybe my Macho Man Randy Savage oh sunglasses. God. No shirt. I think that that and like be like kind of like fingering my belly button as I'm like waiting for them, like wait on the front porch for them to pull up. Do you think they have like a CRM system where they like leave notes about each house? Like total creep, probably a pedophile. That would be so good. They're I'd like, be so uh, happy. we're definitely not delivering to this house again. Um, Sorry, you've been blacklisted from <laughs> Papa John. That's perfect. So McDonald's delivery. So 
I'm wondering how quickly it's going to make it to the Midwest because I feel like the Midwest, we're always behind everybody else, or at least Indianapolis, we're always behind by like two or three years on everything. That's true. But we do already, they already have the uh, food Uber sticker. Oh, yeah. Whatever it's called. We've always called it Fuber in college because we'd make our Ubers take us to get food. We'd call it a Fuber. (laughs) That's awesome. So we're like, there's already been food Ubers forever. Like, find about it, read about it. Yeah, you guys uh, are like the uh, secret menu people. Yeah, we're pretty much innovators. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm sure there's going to be some sort of minimum and like probably a million different like criteria. But McDonald's are everywhere, so it's probably going to take off i don't know how they're going to staff for it though yeah like i mean there are a bunch of 12 year olds and there's a lot of people that probably work at mcdonald's that don't have driver's licenses yeah because there's gonna there's gonna have to be some like vetting and probably because they're felons and they have too many duis yeah (laughs) (laughs) your mcdonald's might show up on a scooter (laughs) like a vespa (laughs) it's freezing (laughs) riding on the front of a moped I don't uh, care, dude. I will take full advantage of the chicken nuggets. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. So I don't know what that is. I tried pulling it off earlier. It's there's it's like some sort of hair or something on your microphone. Mike has a few. <laughs> um, but then the, the deep. Okay, so I, I, I still need to get um, theme music for this. But this is the Juice Deep Thought of the Week. And my thought is I don't believe that annoying people – get up early or do anything early because for example when i go to the gym early in the morning there's really a lot less people there Um, and then i also work in a industry where it's very customer service heavy and early in the morning there's a couple days of week that we open at 6 a.m the people that come in at 6 a.m typically the nicest most friendly people in the world yeah not weird not annoying nothing wrong with them (laughs) so then the reason that I justify this is the or justify this theory is in the evenings, it's not just because we want to go home. It's the fact that you get the people that you feel like they've been living under a rock for the last like three or four days. Yeah. And they're, you're the only human interaction that they have yep. every day. Absolutely. So they're really weird and strange and they're 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 annoying people and they yeah. don't get up early or if they did, they would be here. So absolutely. So I think that annoying can also be like almost uh, added to laziness and things like that because we all know, listening to the podcast, Hannah is late every now and then, Mm. but I think that Hannah is late personally. I don't think she falls (laughs) under this theory because... She's late, but that's because she's doing like a million things. She's trying to yeah. do too much. She's a little extra. I don't know if you guys saw. Extra. I don't know if you guys saw the Facebook post where the guy whips off one pair of sunglasses and has the other one on underneath. But that was shared to the Facebook page, and <laughs> I, really? I and I tagged and I tagged Hannah in that because <laughs> I was like, "That's perfect." I need to get back on my social media. I've been <laughs> off the grid, but on the grid. We way. are also going to share the picture of Megan's bruise oh on Facebook. Gosh. So you guys Sick. better go to the uh, <laughs> Juice in the Morning Facebook page. To the see grossest it, bruise. <laughs> and you guys will be impressed. I am almost positive of this. Yeah, um, no, it's awful. But so, so how do you feel about me thinking that annoying people don't get up early? I do agree. I feel like there um, are a lot of people who don't really understand, have like, are no have no sense of time, no purpose of time. Like, there yeah. and there are the people who show up to everything, like you know, just mosey on and expect everything to be fine, and they're not gonna have to, like at the gym, you said, wait for equipment, yeah. and everything's theirs, so and they can take their time. No, I definitely think that, like, I'm told to go somewhere, I have a plan, I'm gonna go there, be there for an hour, then do this, like, yeah. I don't know, but and, some people and, just don't have that drive, and like, don't have that. And another PSA that I wanna get out there, public service announcement for you guys, if you are one of these annoying people, try to change and yeah, just, don't be the person that comes in and sees that it's a madhouse if you're in a customer service related. Like basically, I'll, I'll give you the best example. Don't go into a restaurant and see that it is crazy packed and your server come up to you and say, wow, you guys are really busy <laughs> because of course we fucking know it's busy. Like, <laughs> Oh, you don't say that's what all these bodies are. OK, <laughs> like it's not. I mean. I don't understand, but that's like literally the first thing that everybody says. And I work in an industry where literally I'm talking to, it could be almost 100 people a day sometimes. And every single person, oh, it's busy today. Well, no shit. I know it's busy. (laughs) Like you're the you're the 17th person I've just talked to in the last five minutes. Oh my god! (laughs) Clearly, it's busy. I understand. Thank you. Don't be that person that goes to a restaurant and is like throwing a fit that there's a wait because you had the same idea that 500 other people did the same. Like they decided to do it sooner. Yeah. So be less annoying is my public service announcement. And less entitled, really. Like just 
take a step back. And then on the flip side of that, um, I did want to say that there was a time that me and friends were trying to pick the restaurant that we were going to go to to eat at. And so it was a, there was a lot of confusion. There was one place that there was a really long wait. And, um, but it was going to take us about 45 minutes to get there anyways. And the wait was probably like an hour, hour and a half. Oh but it was going to take us 45 minutes to get there just because of like traveling or whatever. And so we ended up changing our mind on going to this place. And we went to another place and our friends were like, oh, look, it's awesome. There's nobody in here. And my first thought was that place that was really busy was going to be really damn good food. Yeah. You know why this place is empty is probably because the food sucks. (laughs) And lo lo and behold, the food was shitty and everybody was not happy with their meal. And we and the thing is, by the time it took us to get to the other place and to decide on the other place, the first place we would have already been sat. Because it took us about an hour and a half to figure out the second place. Oh, my God. Who was planning this? Who? (laughs) I'm not going to get into that. I'm just going to say that. uh, Just uh, what's their name start with? (laughs) People that don't want to make decisions need to make decisions sometimes. I'm indecisive, though. I'm like every other girl. And it's like, oh, what do you want to eat? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I can tell you what I don't want. I'm very indecisive. But I can give you a list of things I don't want to do or don't want to like eat. But so. For the um, the end of the podcast, we were we were kind of struggling. We were um, trying to figure out how to finish them up. And, you know, the other thing that I really wanted to do was I wanted to kind of get a sponsorship or like an affiliate. So basically, this show was brought to you by dun, 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 dun. Never Too Hungover. It is a fantastic company that I was introduced to over the past weekend. Um, I had sent them an, a message on Instagram saying, hey, you guys, um, you kind of fit our brand. We like to drink. We like to go out. And we don't like to be hungover when we do our podcast. But we are often. <laughs> <laughs> and so so basically I told them, you know, I would like to maybe get a sponsorship with you guys. And, I've, and I've, I'm going to use this model with a few of the companies that I'd like to contact. And I know Hannah probably knows some people that she would like to contact. But basically I want to start um, – an affiliate program or just like meeting with people and telling them like you give us a promo code and we'll use it on the podcast and if the people that are listening use it then we maybe get a benefit from you guys or from the company that we're you know sponsoring or whatever and it's a I think it's a win-win for a company because they don't have to pay us if nobody orders anything but if people are ordering then they're gonna it's like a win-win for both of us you're selling product and you yep. know we're finding out that our listeners are invested <laughs> Absolutely. so once again never too hungover great company they sent us some samples i did the uh, boost on saturday because friday night we stayed up drinking beers <laughs> and scotch and um. <laughs> You're going to make fun of me for this, but uh, we were playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Hannah, Hannah, Hannah is not into the Dungeons and Dragons, but I'm sure some of you listeners are. Uh, but we stayed up and I had probably seven to ten beers and a few uh, few rounds of scotch. And I woke up the next day feeling a little rough. So what I did was I drank the boost and literally within 15 minutes felt perfect. So I was ready to go. Yeah, it's a two-part kind of supplement yeah so there is there is the boost which you can use if even if you don't use the um the prevention which is the never too hungover prevention you can use the boost the next day or if you want the full effect you use the never too hungover prevention and then in the morning you take the boost to uh kind of wake up because it's got a little bit more caffeine in it so it's kind of like a vitamin cocktail with caffeine. Yes. And you drink that before you go out and you will feel a lot better the next day because I drank that Saturday night before drinking for the UFC fight that I watched um, and ordered and had over had people over for. Um, then there will be a promo code available once we get the uh, partnership started and the affiliate program started. And the um, the they... Until you get the promo code, I'm sorry, I'm out of it. Um, until you get the promo code, go to their website, nevertohungover.com. Check them out. See if you can order some stuff. And then you can also probably tell them where you uh, found out about it. Um, just tell them that you heard about it on Juice in the Morning. And once again, this podcast would not be possible without Never Too Hungover. 
Never too hungover, getting us through life. <laughs> and um, you guys know that you can find Hannah on all social media at Crave Hannah, and then on Facebook, Hannah Craven. Also, Woo-hoo. you can follow the Juice in the Morning podcast on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter at Juice in the Morning, and then you can or at Juice, Juice in the AM, and then you can follow us on Instagram as well at Juice in the AM. And once again, we will be posting some pictures. Um, Hannah's got the bruise picture. We're going to post some of the never too hungover stuff. I hope that. Uh, Megan's okay with us posting that picture. <laughs> Her face isn't in it, so it's okay. It's fine. And, she doesn't uh, care. And once again, thank you for paying attention, listening to the show. Also, thank you for all the reviews. I think um, I wanted to just kind of throw out there a little bit that um, we got 19 reviews, and a lot of those came in the last few days. So I want to thank all of you guys that are going out there and leaving a review on the Apple Podcast app because that's kind of how we get um, – found in the in the podcast realm on itunes because the more the more reviews you have and the higher rated you have the uh higher up the charts you go and the easier it is to find us so for example um the real j ray said entertaining and well done crave sophie which is which is i think one of your siblings (laughs) said love it the podcast is so funny and i love listening and then carly 9753 said awesome great show once again thank you guys for your reviews it would not be possible without having people listen to it because why would i be doing this if only like my family and myself listen to it so the the more that you guys listen and review and interact with us the better it'll get i'm sorry that i'm a little tired today i helped a friend move all day and i think hannah (laughs) had a long weekend too yep so we may not be as uh on our game as much as much as we usually are <clears throat> but we will be back next week i think next week um i've got a few guests lined up that we might be able to talk to oh cool and then also hannah has a few people that she's been talking about that she might want us to have on the show also we are working on getting a live um show together and i'm in the process of that working with the guys from Yay. the smug cast so <laughs> we're just going to cut this off tell, tell them bye hannah did you say don't? No, tell him oh, bye. Oh, I thought you said don't. I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> that was so bad.